Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Goracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out more news with us today. Happy to have them back because if you've been reading the headlines around the world, around North America with water shortages, and problems we're going to really have. You're going to love this interview with C. Howie Honeyman. He's president CEO at Forward Water Technologies, Tracing Canada under FWTC. The global water and wastewater treatment market is projected to grow from about $285 billion in 2021 to $465 billion in 2028. Massive numbers. Why? The treatment of water and wastewater, as we all know, is necessary for all of us, humankind, to meet the demand for water resources, not just for municipal agricultural purposes, but also for critical industry purposes. Currently, over 40% of the population resides in regions marked under critical water stress. That's why we're hearing about it more and more. Enter Ford Water Technologies. They're proprietary Ford osmosis technology. I know that's a mouthful, but wait to hear more about it. Allows industrial users to reduce water consumption by up to 90%, providing the immediate benefits of saving water from being permanently destroyed, while also realizing large reduction in their operating expenses. Their target market, their focus is on large scale implementation. So this isn't for our homes, it isn't for small business, things like that. We're talking about oil and gas, mining, agriculture. That's the size of the market. More than just lip service, their target market. More than just lip service, uh, they've got uh, LOIs with six major lithium extraction companies. Uh, all sorts of, uh, I can't even go how, through how many agreements they've got in Europe, in India. We're going to talk about those, but the bottom line is the world, as far as customer targets goes, they know who Ford Water Technology is. They're getting a shot to get in the door. A lot of agreements being signed, so let's catch up. Ha- Howie, welcome back, my friend. Uh, it's good to be back, George, and well said. Thank you for the kind intro. Hey, I love it because, I uh, look, I'm a big fan of 60 Minutes all those new shows, and it's amazing how much I'm seeing. I mean, I've known there's a problem, thanks to you, but it's amazing how I'm seeing more and more. Big picture before we get some of the questions. For anybody new watching, how big of a problem is this going to be for most of the planet? We're talking 40% right now are in bad areas. How big of a problem it, is it, 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 It's a phenomenal problem, George. It's very difficult to overstate. I mean, you know, even here in Canada, where we've got vast amounts of water, we're seeing restrictions here. Some industries, some companies, they're bottlenecked at the amount of water they can take out of the ground. And so it's going to hit us all. It's going to hit us in every possible way. India, as you mentioned, we do have an agreement there. But remember, 17 to 20 percent of the world's population with only 4 percent of the, uh, the world's fresh water, they're in a tight place. So we're seeing uptake of our technology in India because of issues like that. Southwestern United States, I think everybody's aware of the issues out there. So this is a global, a global, global issue, and it's gonna hit us hard. It's gonna hit us hard if we're not careful. And a lot of companies will talk the talk, right? George Calm Water will come out and say, oh, the world's in, in trouble with water, so I'm gonna help solve this. The difference, how investors have to separate, you know, the wheat from the chaff, uh, the water from the oil, right, is that you've got to look for validation, third-party validation. You've got licensees in India. You've got NDAs with multiple lithium companies. That's the difference. So let's talk a little bit about that. Since we're on India, uh, you have a licensee in India, and what I find fascinating is you just got back from physically visiting them 
Uh, how is there forward osmosis business developing and what does it mean for, for, for forward? Yeah, so we have a large water treatment company, Goldfinch Engineering in India, it's an exclusive licensee. Um, they've been taking our technology, we've been teaching them how to implement it. Um, and because of travel restrictions, we haven't been able to get to India until just last month. So my engineers and I went over to India to see their operations on site. Um, we were thrilled. They have done a, an exceptional job of putting the technology together, running it, and operating it. And they were getting results that they were very pleased with on a client site running a commercial pilot. So that's a great, huge check mark. With a little bit of insight from us and our engineering, they were even to optimize that process a little bit further. So they're ecstatic with the outcome. Their client's happy with uh, all the water savings they're seeing on site for reuse in their operations, just like you outlined. Water staying on site getting treated, getting reused, and it's hitting all the operational check marks. So we're and very- this is a private company, a big industrial private company? Who's this is that? a private private chemical company located in Boisar um, in Maharashtra state in India. So this is right in the heart of the chemical valley, if you will, for India. So we're very, very hopeful that this will trigger uh, a commercial sale. And not only will that, will that happen, when it does happen, I think the surrounding industries that are packed right into the area are going to recognize the benefits, yeah. and we're going to ho hopefully see this turn into multiple sales. We see our, you know, our, our, our licensee sees the benefit by selling the equipment, supporting it. We see a benefit from not only demonstrating our technology in real-world applications, collecting that information for dissemination in our part of the world, but we, of course, recognize a royalty stream out of that, out of that business as well. So, you know... Boxes are checked. It was a really worthwhile trip. Really thrilled with the, the operational capability of our licensee. And again, they're doing it on site in a, in a client's operation, and the client's seeing the benefit already. So, and, and very, clearly very now we know why you've given them an exclusive license in India. You know, how big is your partner there? How how big are they? And, you know, can you can you expect a lot more dominoes to fall once you're able to close the first and announce it, showcase to the world? Did they got a big pipeline? Part Absolutely. So they've been, they've been busy over the last year, 18 months, developing the pipeline. They've got clients interested. They've got operations um, uh, in, you know, in outer Mumbai and Boisar, which is, again, the Chemical Valley. But they've also got operations in Bangalore, in the pharmaceutical um, area. So we see the potential for them to bring in new, this new technology um, quite rapidly uh, with, with the demonstration of the first commercial adoption. So, you know, we're really excited for them. Um, obviously, really excited for us too. Um, but ultimately, you know, we're going to start impacting the water scarcity issue in India that I started with that is, is an absolutely fierce problem in India at this point. And the government in India has started taking, um, not only taking notice, but enforcing their regulatory requirements because the situation is becoming very dire. People have to do something. And I think we're posed to be that something, um, it's certainly in the chemical industry. I know you can't give specifics while around dates, but just give everyone at home a, a, you know, a ballpark understanding. Could something like this come together in the next six months, in the next six weeks? You know, because we've never been through this before. So, ballpark, yeah, I know you're not, we're not going to pin you down specifically. You know, what do you expect to hear about, you know? I'm hopeful that this quarter we'll see, we'll see a commercial sale from our licensee wow. to one of their clients. Um, they're that close. They've been, as I said, they've had the operation on site. They were getting what they felt was good uh, operational numbers to ju justify the expense um, for the client. And with our tuning of it, 
bringing our knowledge and our expertise with boots on the ground, um, that that became even better. So so we're 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 we've got a motivated client. We, we did meet and sit with the client, understand their needs, what they're looking for. Um, we've got a, a a licensee that's operationally effective now. Um, was before, but even better now. And so we've got a driver, which is the demand for water return and, and reuse. So, you know, the 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 the, the lights are there. Um, I'm I'm really excited about our licensee's ability to execute on a final sale there. And yeah. and I think it's like you said, it's a domino effect. Everybody's going to yeah. race to be second. And I think once we get the the real technical data out there, we show that the use case is correct, operating in the country. Uh, in a real-world environment, I think people are going to say, yeah, okay, we our doubts are erased, we're moving forward. Yeah, we see that time and time again. A company that comes out with disruptive technology, it's always hard to get the first one, but then once the first one is, uh, all of a sudden you got, no, I'm not going to say it for you specifically, 50 number twos that are waiting to come on once once you've got it out there. So, you know, fingers crossed that, that uh, that's yeah, going to be dominoes. It's a reasonable scenario, but we have to see it play out for sure. And if you had just that, and if that was the business and you've got, you know, this great partner exclusive in India who showcases the technology, you're on the cusp of potentially a commercial agreement this quarter, which could lead to more, that would be awesome. And we could end the interview right there and say, hey, okay, let's find out where this is great. But on top of that, you're making an incredible, uh, you know, headway into the lithium space because you've got yep. NDA signed with six different companies. Everyone's talking about lithium now. Uh, you've said that you work in the sector clearly with all those NDAs. Um, you know, how's it going? How big is the potential uh, opportunity for you there? And how's it going? Because you talk, Cornish Lithium is one company we know about. Uh, you know, you actually did a deal back in April 25th. How's it going with them so we can extrapolate to everybody else? Yeah, absolutely. So Cornish, we've been, we've been working with Cornish Lithium. We've done bench trials for them, showing the, the effect of our technology. Has. They came back to us and said, we never realized we could get lithium concentrations like this uh, so early in our extraction process. So we're going to recalculate all of our downstream process flow. But what we want you to do is we want you to actually carry out this at an engineering scale and create that concentrate for us so they can actually validate um, what they need to downstream. So they've shipped us uh, or shipping us right now uh, two tons, two metric tons of their aquifer water so we can treat it in our engineering system and then send them back the concentrate. So I think there's a high degree of confidence there that that this is going to follow through. And, and I mean, let's be clear, this is, they're paying for this. So they see the value that this information yeah. is going to provide. Yeah, you're not, and, you're not on some wild goose chase with George saying, hey, if I'm paying for it, that yeah. means I got a high degree of there's confidence in the game, I right? really want this. Yeah, and so so I think that says speaks to the confidence level that they have in following through on this, and they've suggested to us that if all things come together like they should, they have test wells that they need to uh, install in the next uh, six to twelve months to bring up their profile and their technology. Um, with any luck, we'll be on site with them in the UK uh, extracting the lithium. And this goes actually to a lot of the lithium thing that I'm really excited about. We're on the right edge of the wave. The number of actual mines that are, are working today in North America is just one. With all the hype that's going on, it's just one. Yeah. Everybody else is out there designing their system. So everybody's making buy decisions on equipment and processes. And there's no current equipment, incumbent equipment that has to be displaced and removed um, currently. 
So we're in a really nice position. And as I said before, and I, and I maintain this, we have more at this point now, more than six NDAs signed with various uh, lithium groups. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Everybody, we, we knock on everybody's door. We always get our phone calls returned at this point. We're talking to the C-level decision makers on this, the, the senior engineering people. That's who we're in contact with. And, and everybody wants to know how our technology will fit into their overall process, knowing that all the lithium is coming out of aquifers at this point, not hard rock mining. There's some hard rock mining that will go on, but there's a lot of lithium coming from underground aquifers. And it's, it's, you have to be precise when you're, when you're adopting a technology because the ESG profile in these companies also has to be pretty high. Yeah. So, so we're capturing, we're aiding and capturing. That's the reason lithium. for their existence, right, is ESG. Yep. And we're pushing, we're pushing the water back into the ground for, so, so that water volume doesn't get diminished, right? We're aiding in that. Um, we're extracting the lithium at low energy costs. So there's a carbon footprint benefit as well. And we're working with these companies to integrate our technology to get them the best overall operational expense for capturing that lithium. And um, you know, we're very encouraged with the discussions that we're having. And uh, these are, these ultimately will all be very large operations, right? So, and, and the great thing about the lithium industry is it's, it's biggish now. It's going to be absolutely massive in the next 10 years because it's, yes. it's, it's you can't stop yeah. the paradigm shift. And, but at the same time, there aren't a lot of players. So if you've already got six, more than six NDA signed, and as you keep proving, proving, proving concept, you know, it's going to be pretty easy wildfire because George can pick up the phone when he's talking to, you know, Mary at Mary Lithium say, by the way, we're using Ford technologies. You got to check this stuff out. So it's, it's yeah, I mean, there are not that many doors. So you, you've got success there. And man, it, it's potentially, potentially explosive. Yeah, it, it, the, the, the potential growth right there is in the adoption um, is, is going to be is going to be potentially re remarkable. And, and, you know, going back to our conversation with India, all of the data we collect in India, we can port to predictive data in the lithium industry and say, you know, hey, look, it works. It doesn't have to necessarily be lithium only. So, we're, you know, we're going to really have a, a, a compelling case for the lithium market um, in the next few months. And I think, I think uh, with the aggressive positioning of all of these companies to get the best operational pathway, uh, I think we're in a really, really um, nice position. I, my, my summary statement is, you know, it's a gold rush for lithium right now. But we sell shovels, and everybody's going to need a shovel. So uh, it, it it continues to be something that we're focused on uh, supporting the lithium market, and it's the right thing to do, right? Like it, supporting the sustainable market with good, solid, clean technology. Double ESG, right? It's a double yeah. ESG factor. Yeah. It, it's it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing. To, it's it's the way the world's going. So let's let's do it. You know, and, and if you just had the lithium side going on. And there's India didn't exist. You'd say, "Hey, this is a great business. This is potentially going to be a fantastic business." But now you've got yeah. India as a, yep. as a as a country, as a part of the world. You know, you've got lithium as an industry that's borderless. And yep. just like within, just like with India, if you if and when you know, fingers crossed, you get that one great use case scenario, that proven case scenario in lithium, the dominoes start falling there as well. Yeah, very, very much so. Very much so. I think, you know, it's, 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 I am, I am, uh, I think there's a reasonable scenario for a race for second, right? Everybody wants to be second. And I think with the things that we're putting in place now, we're going to be able to get 
those people to make a you know positive decision in terms of following up on our tech our technology pathway so yeah it's 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 really exciting times really exciting times okay everybody watching and listening now will say i get india yeah i know there's water problems there i get it they get lithium because you've explained when and how and why that's so important but then then you had this press with about fmb technology where <laughs> you're showing yeah. that now explain where this fits in this is funny not funny, this is great, but all of a sudden out of nowhere, the potential, I'm reading this because I got to read it, the potential to make new high quality, unique extracts and flavorings for the food beverage sector. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so this is- layman's terms, explain if you can using real base cases. Sure, cases. sure. So, so, you know, people use concentrates and flavorings all the time for their, for making their food at home or or food manufacturers for increasing, you know, various types of flavors in their, you know, in their in their product lines, and they're all based on concentrates and and extracts. One of the ways, or really the only way, you get that is by taking the initial food product, whether it's coffee, fruit juice, some type of uh, uh, other extract, and you boil it, you heat it to remove the water to create that concentrate. Well, that's great, except it's energy intensive, and the thermal exposure to these to these ah, feed streams, okay. if you will, changes the changes the flavor. It, changes, it breaks down the proteins, it blows off things that are volatile, and you lose, you lose the quality. What our technology does, if you, if you take a basic consideration of it, the same way you use it for, for, for industrial waste or, or for lithium extraction, is we suck water out of concentrated feed streams. That's what we do. So we started looking at this and, and did a little bit of research on, um, this goes back in, uh, quite a while ago, you can do this to food products as well. You can pull the water out of the, the, the food product, create this concentrate under cold conditions. So you get a cold concentration and you create this flavoring compound or this flavoring extract or syrup that is so much more intensely flavored than compared to the thermally generated one. Like this would, this, we've done this in the lab, but this would blow your mind for coffee. You take coffee, you create a concentrate on that coffee. And it is, it, if you're a coffee drinker, it is it, it, it's like packing it's like packing 15 coffee smelling like morning coffee in one instant sudden. yeah and it, it's really got this intense flavor now if you take this flavoring and you start adding it to your granola product granola bar product line you now have a unique product for granola bars it distinguishes your product from every every other granola bar that's on the on the grocery store shelf and you've got a differentiator that nobody else can do so we're looking at doing that for, for the food and beverage industry. We, we can do this cold concentration. We know that, that's proof of concept. We've got a food safe variant of our draw system that we're gonna be implementing on this. We're scaling it up to engineering scale so we can bring in the partners to help us co-develop it. And you know, this is a low energy, low carbon footprint to create distinctive, unique products that allow food grade materials to be differentiated in the in the consumer's eye. So, you know, we're really we're really keen on this. Um, uh, again, beyond proof of concept, and we're building engineering skids now to to develop partnering relationships. So, I, I'm hopeful in the next six so eight months like, we'll have that's, some up, that's kind of like India's got you super busy, lithium's got you super busy, and then food and beverage yeah. is that you know that yep. you're, you're 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 developing that, which is awesome. I never even would have thought, before I saw that press release, I never even thought that you would have this kind of an application. So yeah. do you think coffee and orange juice is where you go first? Do you, do you have a preference or you don't know 
where you go. I, 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 I don't know. We know the technology works. We'll work, you know, be partly interfering, you know, interacting with our potential partners and our, they might want us to take us one way. I mean, you can apply this to maple sap to make, make maple syrup, non, non-thermally generated maple syrup. Um, you can make strawberry juice. You can make watermelon concentrate. So it, it, it's all, all going to depend on, on, on well, what sort of partners we, we engage. Um, but it's 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 really exciting dimension for the for the business. You know, this has been something that started in, 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 with a discussion with Queen's University. Queen's University did some of the basic research here for, with us. Um, we've got the publication uh, coming out. Uh, the patents are filed around this, and now we're taking that and we're moving it into more of an industrial uh, system. So it's been pretty efficient in terms of resources at this point. But you know, we will grow as we need to. We've got the resources to do that. Um, uh, but right now we're focused on those three attributes, the lithium, uh, 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 pathway, the, uh, uh, with our, with our developing partners, uh, our Indian partner for wastewater treatment, taking those case studies out. And then, and then now we've got this food and beverage product line that, that we're looking at. So yeah, pretty full plate, but, uh, we're well resourced to do it. And, uh, you know, that was part of our plan. Um, and, uh, we're executing on our plan. Yeah, and I want to bring that and perfect timing. So people, people almost think it was scripted for you to say resources, but <laughs> one, the the uh, the one risk that always we see in small, emerging small cap companies with disruptive technology is, you know, running out of money and resources before they can prove their concepts and start generating cash flow and all that. You guys went public uh, in what uh, October twenty one. Yeah, last October. Uh, and in the process, you raised six point five million dollars, just under just under that gross six point five million dollars. And you said at the time, and your investors said, the purpose of this money is we knew in our first year, especially we're, we're pre-revenue, and this money is strictly to get us through, hopefully to the revenue uh, to the revenue side. So is everything going? Is everything there going going according? Because you just put a year in financials and your pre-revenue, so there's no revenue there. But none of us were expecting revenue. But is everything going according to plan as far as the cash yeah. flow management goes? I'm a, George, I'm a huge fan of saying what you're going to do and then doing what you said. So we're executing on our plan much like we had, had, had proposed uh, in, our, in our initial fundraising. That includes uh, building a what we call a mobile demonstration plant. So that is uh, two-thirds manufactured at this point or fabricated. That'll allow us to go on-site and demonstrate to our industrial users that the technology does work. It can be operated and they'll see the benefit immediately. Um, we've kept our burn rate. Other than that, quite, quite, uh, quite austere. You know, it's, it's, it's the key people are in place. We brought in uh, uh, sales support, marketing support, but we haven't expanded it beyond a, a rational group. And uh, yeah, I can say it's going as we had planned, right? And I'm, I am very hopeful that uh, we'll get to, to the, the, the revenue side of things um uh within the next number of months as as we kind of laid out based on our our initial prospectus right um so it's always nothing one of those things a good, nothing better than a good plan come to get together yeah always want to do it faster if you can find a way to do it faster but i think we put forward a pretty rational aggressive plan when we're executing on it yeah and you're not even out of your first year yet not uh, even out of our first year yet. Three, three, four, three months away from that, or yeah, and you know we'd spent a number of years as a private entity, and we laid a lot of groundwork, but we just didn't have the the, the capital resources to to pull the trigger. That's what our IPO gave us, and that's what we're doing now. Um, that includes you know things like 
travel. We'd, uh, we've now started attending uh, in the key industrial conferences. IFAT was one we were at. We're attending WebTech uh, in the fall, but we're not, you know, we're hitting the key ones that we need to. And we're also getting out into the field with our partners in India and ensuring things are doing, being, being run well. And we're executing on this, you know, commercial size demonstration equipment that we'll be able to put on a flatbed truck and take it to site and operate it under a contract and show these people um, or potential clients that it does, this does what we said. It does. Yeah, I can't wait till, that. I don't know if that's something we'll be able to, uh, when it's done, he said it's two thirds done now, but when it's finished and complete and being able to see it, just film it. I don't know how. Oh, yeah. That yeah, would be, be a lot of fun to see the demonstrations, kind of show everybody. Yeah, believe me, um, myself and my engineer, we're always, I'm always looking at it as, is it photogenic enough yet to, to get out there? And it's getting close. So we built a lot of the internal parts. Those internal parts are now fabricated. We're now putting it inside the containers and be a containerized unit. Um, made some clever, what we think are some clever design decisions. So if we ever want to modify, we can disassemble uh, the equipment and reassemble it kind of like a Lego block uh, pathway. Um, but that, yeah, that's going along very well. And again, on time. Uh, couple of supply issues here and there, not surprising, but uh, it's it's getting through, it's getting through. Buddy, amazing what you're doing in India, amazing what you're doing with lithium. Love the fact that you've got this really cool food and beverage of potential application coming up behind it. But most importantly, you know, you've got the resources, the team, uh, and clearly the results show, uh, not on the income statement yet, but you've got exclusive licensees, you've got ND, multiple NDAs and in industries, and I can't wait to see, you know, what's going to happen for Ford here in the next, you know, the next few months before we finish off 2022, because if all comes together, 2023 is going to be bigger, 2024 is going to be bigger than that. And that's what you yeah. like to see the small cap world. I'm, I, I'm, I'm urgently trying to get there, sure. And, and, I, and I have every confidence that we're going to do it. It's, we're, we're working through building that solid, really robust foundation for the company. Um, and, and then we're going to exploit it, bring on clients, bring on customers, bring on um, uh, end users and, and aid in our licensee because that's, that's distributing the technology as well. And it brings a revenue stream in for us. So very excited there too. Yeah. You're not just talking the talk, you're walking the walk. Otherwise I got to tell you, I wouldn't be here, you know, yeah. uh, you know, uh, relationship or not, I've got to believe in who I'm talking to. And it's amazing what you guys have pulled off, Howie, and I can't wait to have you back on. Hopefully, you know, sometime potentially this quarter, if something comes out of India so we can celebrate together, that'd be yeah. great. But can't wait yeah. to have you back on, my friend. Lots of things going on, George. I'm sure I'll have things to talk about. So uh, I look forward to it as well. It's always a nice viewpoint to come in and uh, sort of summarize it all uh, through your eyes. And uh, so I appreciate the time as well. Yeah, listen, you guys are doing such amazing things, but it is disruptive tech. And we've got to take this time to explain to people over and over again, you know, what is going on in India? What is going on with lithium? What is going on? Let them... It, it, this isn't selling, we're not selling bottles of water. You can't see it, we're, which is pretty easy <laughs> to understand. You know, okay, they got Ford water, they bottle it, they sell it to George's restaurant. I understand. I don't need to hear how it is. Sure. It, it, you know, talking, it, I get more and more excited about what you guys are doing. I love it. Yeah, it's a complicated inside industrial sort of business, but, but uh, I think you do a nice job of drawing it out. And at the same time, on your end, that's the moat, right? That's the defensibility that... This isn't some, this is the business I can get into tomorrow, right? This is the business anybody watching it. So I love that. Can't wait to have you back, my friend. Awesome. All right. For, for everybody at home, you've been watching or listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Howie Huniman, President CEO at Ford Water Technologies. 
Trades in Canada under FWTC. Guys, if you recognize the global problems we're having with water supply and, and all those issues we're having, and you've loved this interview, then you got to start your due diligence. Here's the two steps. First, get the company's profile page on Agoracom because we've got everything neatly laid out there for you to give you good foundational knowledge and really understand. And then when you got that, head over to the Forward Water Technologies website from Agoracom so you can do your deep dive due diligence. Hopefully today you discover your next amazing small cap company. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agoracom Small Cap Podcast.